134, by the way. This is a very blue episode. Look how blue we are. If I was green, blue. If I was green, I would die. If I was, was green, green, I'd fucking die. If I, I was blue, you know, I want to. I feel like you're ad-libbing a little bit, and you're expecting me to know the lyrics. The Crazy Frog, remember that? That's not the same one. Blue, I am blue, I will die, I will fucking die, I am green, I will die. <laughs> Can <laughs> I ask you something? What the fuck was Crazy Frog? And don't you dare respond to me with, it's a crazy frog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, let me choose my on-deck answer for that <laughs> question then. I mean, I don't know, because he didn't look like a frog, really. Like, kind of, but he's more like a gremlin little yeah, guy. Yeah, and did... Am I remembering, am I fitting something in, or did he have a penis that was just out? He definitely had at least butt cheeks. I remember seeing him. I'm going to search, does Crazy Frog have a penis? That's good. I wonder if you, wait, can you ask Siri and then, like, see if, like, they will tell you (laughs) (laughs) yes or no? Hey, Siri, does Crazy Frog have a penis? Here's what I found. Crazy Frog and his very controversial dick are back in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) From Gizmodo. (laughs) Oh, good, Gizmodo. Crazy Frog was an icon of the early 2000s. Arguably, he was the herald of an era uh, where uh, where memes were funny because they were inherently stupid. Okay, we're we're skipping humble beginnings. Tell me about the penis. I just, I'm in it for the dick, Gizmodo. Like a phoenix, he rises as part of the article, but they're not referring to his penis, so I don't think that's funny. Um... Okay, wait, that's more from them. Where's the penis stuff? Is there an image of him with a penis that is obviously not fan-drawn? It co- oh, it, it, it's cropped, but you can, very, you can tell there's a little that's, penis there. Oh, my God, that's pure shaft right there. Yeah. They even lit it really brightly. He's got a smile like he's showing you his penis. He, he knows, dude. He knows what's he going knows on. He knows exactly what's going on. What the fuck was that, though? I, was the whole thing of him just that he just was like kind of like get a goofy high voice or something? Or I mean, what? I guess the song was catchy. I, we can't say shit about Generation Alpha with, like, the Cocomelon stuff. We were fucking watching Crazy Frog, and that's yeah. not anything either. And the Gummy Bear song and shit. Yeah. That's right up there, too. We should be embarrassed. That I, is embarrassing. I think I found, and this was part of kind of my Generation video, I just get so frustrated seeing any Generation go like, the kids these days just, it's like, hey, man, everyone has said this. I'm pretty sure since humans started since we started having eras it was always these fucking guys who are younger than us they don't get it like we get it (laughs) it's just like you remember gronk era they thought rock was funny (laughs) stick is funny now (laughs) yeah Yeah, i I don't know it's weird like seeing uh us growing up having people being like they'll never know what it was like to game on an nes and now you see people like gen z like younger gen z people being like they don't get what the early PS4 days were like, yeah. man. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, it's all the same. It's weird seeing it early now when it's like, like even for PS4 shit, I'm like, yeah, I got a PS4. I'd probably still play a game on that, you yep. know? But they'll say that, and I'm like, oh, that's so new. That's what it feels like. On TikTok, I will see Fortnite, like the golden era of Fortnite nostalgia videos, and it'll be the comments will be like, Man, getting back from eighth grade and playing that. And you think about it, they're in high school yeah. now. So those are just regular high schoolers. And uh, honestly, that would be a fun era because we got like, I think our middle school was Modern Warfare and Halo yeah. pretty much, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's, I, I fucking enjoyed Fortnite when it was fun. That's a fun one to have for a while. I wonder if there were any sort of like general gaps of like a really huge like multiplayer shootery thing that was like hot at the time. Like, cause we, we hit the, mo- the M-Dub and like yeah, the Halo shit. Yeah, I think the between there, and people are going to roll in and be like, well, Destiny and Titanfall, which I played, but I don't, there was like an era of the like, I think maybe I'd say 2014 to like 2017 where I feel like Call of Duty was at its worst, yeah. you know, Halo is pretty much dead. I know people are going to swoop in and be like, Halo 5 is multi I just, <laughs> no, who played it though? Yeah, that's fair. I know some of you did, but that's f- not everybody. I don't even know Halo very much at all, but I know that it's like, yeah, come on, 5 though, come on, you know? Yeah. Like, nobody really touched that And one. I'm not saying it's bad, I'm saying nobody played it, because mm-hmm. Xbox names their consoles like they're just scrambling a bunch of letters together. Trying to trick you. That's in, I even saw a for people that don't know who aren't in the 
the gamer sphere. Nice. Um, every time Xbox has had a new console since the 360, they name it like the Xbox One, the Xbox uh, One S, One X, Series S, Series X. I saw a surprise video where a mom surprised her son with an Xbox. Yeah. She was like, "What?" She was. It was a nice video, but it was one of the ones where it's like, "I'm yelling at you." Just kidding. It's like we don't need the stress of the yell. Yeah, that's stupid. It was like you better pick up that that laundry, and then he picked up the laundry, and there was an Xbox there. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't have to distress somebody before we surprise them. You could just, you could just say it. You, you know? just give him that. He'll but like hey, it. She, she got an Xbox for her kid. Uh, That's but true. She said, "I, you, you, or your uncle and I got you an Xbox, whatever." Uh oh. That's bad marketing, baby. That is terrible marketing. PS Five. What I think would have been fucking hilarious. I may have mentioned this before. Is if they just came out with the Xbox Six. That'd be so funny, dude. They just fucking step in front of PlayStation, and it just sounds better. <laughs> that would be such a good fucking meme. Like that, you don't even have to try that. How much word of mouth of that? Like you just see Reddit and Twitter and shit just doing memes of you know like the like little sippy guy, and then the big Chad like oh, I'm an average Xbox Six user. You Can know, like you imagine kind of if people were like, why'd you name it Six? And they're like, I don't know. I thought it would be funny. That is a good meme. I would buy one. I would do it. <laughs> I would if respect it were, if the hell out of an Xbox Six. And it's like the the. Right now, it's almost mainstream to just be, if you do a big shit post, you're going to probably make a lot of money if you know how to market it correctly. There you go. That's all you have to do. Also, I feel like in your head, you could just be like, ah, they probably had, this is probably the sixth one. Whatever. Yeah, Yeah, it's close, you know? (laughs) I don't know what happened with the naming of, I think it's just we got so far into blockbusters and franchises that naming for everything is fully out the window now. That's what I don't get because it transcends game consoles. It's like phones and cars and shit, too. And movies as well. Yeah. I, I don't mind when something gets rebooted. And they just go back to the original name if it's been long enough. Yeah. Because people are like, well, what the hell? We're going to confuse it with the first thing. Like, let's say even with a game like God of War. And yeah. It's like, you'll say the old one or the new one. Yeah, totally. Because that's enough of a gap in my mind, too. Yeah. Are there any examples of, like, really tight, like, eh, it's a fucking reboot now. Like, has that happened in recent years? Um, you're talking about for... Uh, for, like, a film or a video game or something where it's just like, nah, this... Then this isn't my example, but, like, yeah, Batman. We had a... Well, Batman. the new the new one is, is called the Batman, I believe. Okay, but then uh, enough it's time's gone the, by though. It's got it the does the. have the the. That's it, what sucks though, because it's like the OG though is like a huge movie though. But well, then, I guess I'm trying to think. Have we ever had a movie just called Bat? It, was the Keaton one called Batman? Oh man, I feel like it is because that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and then the other ones had uh, they didn't have numbers, but they had like a little extra title to it. Yeah, like Batman. Uh, uh, we put nipples on the costume. I remember that. That was that was Michael Keaton's brother. Yeah, Michael Beaton. <laughs> Michael Beaton. <laughs> His last name is different. His first name is the same. <laughs> My new thing is I'm just adding bees to things <laughs> all the time. It doesn't matter. You got hey, two man. in the name. Hey, enjoy that beta raid. <laughs> <laughs> it works every time. I just I know you and I know me and it'll break our brain. That's beta raid Biro there. <laughs> The same Beta Raid base to no batteries? Oh, you went to Bomega Bart? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm running into the ground. <laughs> I should have saved it for multiple episodes. I wore this hat last time. Yeah, you did. But I have showered since last time, so that's good. We we did these because uh, we mentioned you know people knew before we had a late one, so it just went up today, and we're recording one two days later. That's true. But we're not. This isn't a stocking it up episode. No, this is a topical one. Unless something happens between now and Monday, I don't know. This is hot off the presses. Some some probably. Well, no, I guess stuff just happened with Putin and Biden. I got no comment. I don't know what even happened. I know that they shook hands. I saw that, and then I saw a big grid of all the photos of all the presidents shaking hands, and it was with Putin every time, and then it said, this is what Russian democracy looks like, because it's the same guy every time. It's just Putin. Ah, I gotcha, because he followed through the whole thing. That's all I know about the situation. I What I love is that we, people listening should never trust anything we say. No. Because, I mean, it's us. It is us. Guys, it's us. This is your Jack's Pizza Sunflower Seeds podcast this is not your cream of the crop knowledge podcast if i found out that and you know it was a mistake for a bunch of people you know there was the common joke of people being like you know i just heard on rogan unless it's something really stupid if anybody's going you know i just on gus netty i heard this interesting fact 50 percent chance that is incorrect and we got it wrong it's a flip of the coin so this is not your source for information but also i'd ask in distrusting us Trust us in saying you should distrust us. That's true. We're good at, if anything, we're good at disclaimers. We're honest. We're just not thorough. That's true. 
That's like the fair and balance. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're honest. We're just not there. <laughs> is, is it too late to change it? <laughs> just imagine a, a whole news organization that's like, yeah, we're we're trying to tell the truth, but we really don't like doing the research. That's just it. So Putin and Biden, I don't know. Looks like they made a deal. That's it. I don't know. I saw I, you speaking of Putin and Biden and stuff. Uh, I went into Target today to get some uh, gate, some beta rate, as, as there you my go. colleague would suggest. <laughs> uh, and uh, I saw a bunch of books, and I was thinking about like you know there's like Bill O'Reilly books and stuff, and and I'm like, oh okay. And then I saw one that was written by Bill Clinton, and it was collabed with James Patterson, like the author. And I'm just huh. like, what? And and. I mean, how often do we see these like old fucking politicians or like news personalities writing books? And it's like these are obviously you're obviously getting ghostwriters. Also, what's with what's with presidents collabing with people? That doesn't. We, yeah. Now we have to compete with Obama and Springsteen. Yeah, what the fuck? When the fuck did that happen? And it's like Obama x Springsteen. <laughs> you know, we were a decade late to podcast, but I don't think it's fair to put us on Spotify with Michelle Obama's. Po- she has a podcast, right? I think so. Probably Wasn't talks that about that food and shit. Big release where she was on Spotify, literally everywhere on everyone's. Feed. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Like a- so we gotta we gotta compete with both the Obamas and. Uh, Barack's got Springsteen with him? That's not fair. I would say, who's... Nope. Go ahead. Say it. No, I was You gonna, can do no. it. <laughs> say it. Innocently, I was going to say which one of us is Obama and which one is Springsteen, but I don't feel like that's very appropriate. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can be Obama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the appropriate was me worried about me and you getting into a really bad <laughs> argument. <laughs> Who has to be Springsteen? Who has to be Springsteen? <laughs> Oh man. oh, man. Is there any piece of shit stories about Springsteen? I never know. I don't know anything, dude. It just is like one of those things. I think we were even talking about this before where it's like probably it's safe to assume that all the rock stars in the 70s and 80s were like pedophiles, though. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. I'm, I'm not tying that to Springsteen because, again, like we just mentioned, we don't know anything. I don't know anything. And and <laughs> I, he's he's like a less of the like kind of class. I mean, not saying that. Yeah. Uh, the classic rock star we're thinking of is like the 70s, 80s ones that you hear about that are like, I legally married a 16 year old. I'm thinking like, like what Bowie, the fuck? Steven Tyler, yeah. like that kind of fucking vibe. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll just safe. Let's safely assume that any guy that is over the age of 45 has done something. <laughs> That's probably fair. And if they sing songs. I feel like we're digging ourselves into a hole here for everyone's different opinions. And I'm just going to say right now, I don't want to hear it. I'm just fucking around. Don't let him hear it. Do you ever just just think that where you put out a tweet and the tweet might have like a vague joke question and I'm like, wait, I don't want people to answer this. Yeah. I like hearing what people have to say, but sometimes I'm just sitting on the couch and I had a funny thought and I don't need to hear. I remember I tweeted out and I was proud of this tweet. It was uh, something along the lines of, uh, I love when they ask you at the airport if you have any lithium batteries in your bag. Like, I know what the fuck a lithium battery is. That's a good one. I bet people came. Can I guess? Yeah. Um, Eddie, actually, lithium is in, like, a lot of stuff. Like, it's in your phone. Like, yep. it's a pretty common question. Uh, and and the thing is, the tweet got big enough where it wasn't people that followed me. Oh, so no. it was just people coming in, and somebody goes, it's a simple fucking Google. I don't know why you couldn't have done this before tweeting it. It's like, I'm making a joke. It's, I'm making a joke. I'm but making a joke. That's the problem with Twitter is that people see your tweets that uh, that they don't know you've built up this rapport with people of being yeah. a fucking idiot for years, and they they just treat you being serious. Here's what, here's what you should find yourself doing as a Twitter user, and this is for us, too. We're not on the on the peak talking down we are all in this together yep. if you ever find yourself having the desire to correct someone in a tweet just don't do it yeah. what do you have to gain from that you talking about like typos especially or like especially if it's typos if it's like a joke kind of thing like yeah. that even if it's like somebody obviously being an idiot you know it's like you don't you're not contributing to this even i had this moment where because we had started you know i mean we've been doing uh youtube stuff for a while mm-hmm. now and where I would tweet, I would like to have the fun discussion about like even, you know, maybe entertainment stuff that people had different opinions on. And there'd be like an argument. And, stuff. and then at one point I was like, why? I'm going to keep this thing mostly to jokes because yeah. like, why, why am I putting out every thought I'm having? And then like getting agitated and, and talking to people back and forth about it. What am I doing? Man. Like yeah. conversation is fun. 
but you know, Twitter's not the place for that. Yeah. I had a, I had a small, I can't win thing. happened on Twitter a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. it was so minuscule. Most people probably didn't even notice it. But I, when I was at, here's me tying it back to Omega Mart again. You're at Vegas. I was at Vegas. <laughs> see, that was good. Cause I didn't see it. He <laughs> slips it in there. I was at Vegas and I was at the Omega Mart thing and I took a video of me in a room, I'm not going to show it or anything, but it's in a room where there are flashing lights and stuff in ah. there. And again, in my ignorance, at, like on the tail end, I didn't even think, oh, I should probably preface this for people that have, you know, might have epilepsy or right, something right, too. Right. But I put it out and it was like enough of a shit post. But then I w- it was most of the comments were just like, wow, like, dude, like, fuck you for posting this, mm-hmm. which is like. Okay, if we're starting with fuck you it for should posting be, uh, this. I think, yeah, it, th- that's the one issue. And again, well, first we're talking about the, we're just two like white dudes sitting talking about, you know, the issue with the internet. But really yeah. it's like enter in and be like, hey dude, uh, I don't know if you know, but this could be a real, ri- I, like I see that, I delete it immediately. Sure. But the way our brains work, you see a fuck you right away and you go, what? I'm not trying to fuck you. And that's just the thing is, and there were a couple of people, because it was up for almost no time. It was like under half an hour. But there were a couple people that were chill about it. Yeah. But immediately when I see, the thing is, if, if your goal is to get me to take that down and you're starting with like, fuck you. You have to understand from a human perspective, that's going to make the other person go, well, I want to keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Don't fucking start from that, you fuck. And then all of them were just like, you have to add an epilepsy warning. You have to have a like, flashing light warning. So I was like, fuck, I think the video is really funny because I'm doing a goofy dance in it. So I was like, I was already griping at Sabrina because people were making a way bigger deal of it than they should have been. And I was like, fine, I'll take it down and I'll re-add it again with an epilepsy warning. So Like I, in the beginning? For yeah, it? where I just was gotcha. like, well, I didn't put it before the video, but I did it in the post. And ah. I was just like, so probably not the full fix, but uh-huh. it was met with the same amount of like, well, it's too late now. And I just was like... Fuck you guys. Yeah. You suck. You're right. I shouldn't I shouldn't just blast it's it just on people. The way. But it's like, the way you're fucking talking to me. Fuck you. you I put up a goofy video of me dancing and I had a, I was short-sighted because I didn't recognize it could negatively affect right. people. So I tried to make a good faith effort and it's never good enough for you fuckers. I don't know, whatever. Maybe whatever. Maybe we just we just keep going. I um, like that idea. I got a question for you. Do you got any preguntas cuz I'd love to hear one. Wait, so you in fact, employed a pregunta to ask if there were preguntas. Oh, that's so. Me by my by me saying, do we have any pregunta? Ah, I can't speak. That's okay. Um, hey man, why don't you take this one? You gonna go? Okay, Eddie's. Gonna, I changed my mind. Oh, he's coming back, guys. Eddie's back. <laughs> what we, I was, we wrote him back into the series. <laughs> what I was trying to say is, by me asking a pregunta, there's already one, so I've already answered my question. Damn, it's like it's a chicken. Did the chicken come first or did the egg? Exactly. I think it was the egg. What I actually do need is water. That's why I was, my mouth is getting all dry. Hey! All right, I got one here for you. Follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burbeck and at Gus Buckets right now, uh, and we'll fix your life here, okay? At Modern Day Milken says, hey, do y'all, uh, do y'all wear shoes inside regularly? I think it's gross because you track all the filth from the bottom of your shoe all around the house and take my shoes off at the door. Here's where I've settled, and I think we're the same because we are both the same in the apartment for it. Yeah. I, when it's like a, like a hardwood or tile in my own place, I stopped really kind of caring. I usually take them off immediately when I come in, but I don't really mind if anyone's wearing it around and sometimes I'll have it on if I forget. Yeah. But at other, uh, if I walk into somebody's house immediately, I go shoes off or yep. what's the, it's every time I never, I, even if I see them wearing their shoes in, I will ask anyways. I think it's a good plan. I'm the, I follow the same rule and where I'm just like hardwoods in my home. I'm probably going to keep them on a lot of the time. Like, cause I just like having them. But if there's any carpet, like even in my, in my streaming room, I got a big old shag rug down, you know, and it, it actively grosses me out like to, to wear my shoes into there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I feel like I'm a definite part-time germaphobe where it's like certain areas are like off the charts of like, are you dumb? Don't ever do that. That's disgusting. And then in other areas I'm like, well, this is, I don't care. You yeah. Know? Is it, I'd say my guess for you is it's, it's not like a germaphobe, but it's a specific tidy things, right? Cause it's not the germs for it. It is the germs, oh, it is for, the germs it. for it. My here, I'll give you kind of a little example stuff Let's where it's like it. it is. It is a curse for me, even though my my dumb analytical brain could be like, well, maybe over time, weighted off, this is adding in me avoiding more sicknesses or things like that. But even pre-COVID shit, it'd be like I am always so hyper cognizant of like 
what have I touched with this hand in like the near future? You know, like is, yep. this is my clean hand. Maybe I just ate with this hand. I'm going to save this as the clean one thing. If I'm going around in public, you know, any little button and shit, I'm just doing the elbow and the kick stuff. That's fine. Yep. But I'm also aware of just like, hey, well, I did have to touch that crosswalk button back there. So I'm going to remember I'm not going to touch food shit with this yep. hand. Like it's always like a logged in yeah, my I mind. do that with my hands a lot. I got real weird with my yeah. my hands when I got I turned like eighteen. I think I've mentioned it before. Yeah. Where I like when I even eat something greasy, my brain like freaks out if it's on my hands or mouth. Dude, I can't do. It. And there's just there's shit that I see other people doing, and and it and it bugs me, and and it shouldn't bug me. And like here here's here's an example. You know, like people do this, but I'm so I don't want to be touching my mouth and shit, like picking my lips and stuff. Uh-huh. But sometimes, like I'll see even like Sabrina or Sven or somebody will like touch their mouth and i'll be like i it is rude for me to do it but i'll be sometimes like, hey don't touch don't touch your mouth oh you should absolutely sh- shouldn't do that i shouldn't do you that sh- you definitely should i do shouldn't that. do that but it's yeah. just like ah, they're, no, fucking, you, they're putting their fingers in their mouth with sabrina i'm like i live here shouldn't tell another i'm like person i just went to, to target i just went to target and i fucking disinfected all my hands and we got back and i know you didn't wash your hands and you're fucking chewing your fingers and i'm like don't bring that into the <laughs> And that is the problem. But that's what is always logged in my brain of like, that's the stuff that bothers me. You did start out by saying you're trying to battle that a bit. So I yeah, do and I hate it. Yeah. I hate it because it's like, I shouldn't let it bug me because there are just so many variables. Like I should take an even more meta step back and be like, dude, there's so many variables to like full life shit. You know, I mm-hmm. can fucking get hit by a bus tomorrow. You know, that's true. I don't know. You know, I could wear be double masked up all year and then maybe I get the shits and I die. Or they, something. You could get hit by the bus and they go, sir, what's the cause of death? And he goes, he touched his mouth too many times. That was the bus it. just also happened. That, the, yeah. <laughs> he was busy in the crosswalk sucking Nutella off his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I'm just like, I, and I hate that kind of stuff. Cause it's always in my brain. And what I fail to realize in the moment is like other people don't always think like that. So when I see somebody do something like that, it's such a beep, 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 beep. Like the alarm goes uh-huh. off where I'm just like, oh. and, and it doesn't make me think less of the person. But in the moment, I'm just like, how do other people not have that awareness, bro? You were just, I saw you fucking digging in the trash and shit and it's up your nose right now and shit. Like, Wait, who, wait hold on. You you friends with like a raccoon or something? Yeah, he's always and they got the fingers, you know. <laughs> and they're always touching their. They're mouths. touching they're their mouths. Touching things. Like remember that co- the raccoon that got that piece of cotton candy? Yep, that's that was, one of the best videos. That's a good video. I felt so sad for that little guy. For people that don't know, uh, hopefully it'll be playing on screen right now. It, and for audio listeners, it's a uh, raccoon that has a piece of cotton candy, and I, I believe it's because raccoons sometimes dip their food in water. Is that what? I, don't know what I, those I thought dumb I saw in the comments, but it dips its food, uh, the cotton candy, into water and just watches it, watches it disappear. Because of course a raccoon's not going to know. That's I mean, true. to be honest, if I was a kid, I wouldn't be able to tell you that it just dissolves into water, would even that, though I was eating it. If you were like four and that happened to you, would that not be like a signpost memory for you? I'm gonna now that you say that, I'm gonna go to a state fair and I'm gonna dump a cup of water on a four-year-old's cotton candy. Check this out. And just go, hey, it's a science experiment. <laughs> <laughs> Walk away, magic. Tell, <laughs> This is a signpost memory for you. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what the fuck is this? I'm going to walk up. I'm going to dump it all out, and I'll go, now you know, and walk away. Say, what's your name? Tyler. Tyler will remember that. <laughs> he's fucking Never fucking do that ever. Don't be like the raccoon. Okay. <laughs> to myself or others? Both. I. When was the last time you were at, I think it, State Fair stuff came up last episode. When yeah. was the last time you were at a State Fair or like any type of fair? Man, I don't know. I think uh, I definitely went to the Minnesota State Fair three years ago, uh, four years ago. Oh, my God. Time is a fucking illusion. We've been out here for three years. Yeah, co- we're about to hit three years almost exactly. And Jesus, dude. Uh, I would say COVID's fucked with perception stuff because you think of like your last summer memory where mm-hmm. you went out and did stuff and it's already two years ago. Yeah. So it's weird. You That's know? true. I would say, man, it might have been f- like Four years. I don't remember you telling me you went to one. Yeah, that's probably so. It. It's I don't probably think, like four years. I don't know if I knew you. I think we I might knew have you. known each other, but it w- we weren't talking at the level that I would have known if you went to a state fair. I remember there was a, a really kind man who I, I used to go do stuff with a with a cool like volunteer organization, and a dude that I met from there. 
uh, who is more in kind of like formal music and some like kind of show business stuff. And is, uh, he, he extended me an invite. He said, hey, I would love for you to come meet a friend of mine who's like a gig performer because I'd expressed like interest in doing stand-up stuff. Right. So I just went and like we met this dude and he, did, he had this huge show at like the Minnesota State Fair where he was just a touring guy. He had did like comedy and like, you know, kind of a routine, like some magic and shit too. And, and he was really kind to me and stuff, but that was a really cool perspective I got for the first time because just asking questions to the guy and he was just was like, you know, saying it really bluntly and stuff like, here's what you can expect. This shit sucks. You know, you got to make sure that you have these windfalls set up for yourself. And I always remember like that state fair visit. I was like, that, that was really cool to like get that information. Yeah. Also, I just have this re- respect for, um, the like working kind of musicians or comedians or even like magicians that they just like their whole thing is like a cruise circuit or a state mm-hmm. fair circuit where it's just like, man, you're really just doing it all the time. Yeah, man. That is, I think that it's, it's noble and it is, those folks are some of the hardest working, like the people that have like been doing a, a gig or like an act or like a, a specific kind of like art performance kind of thing for like sometimes even decades and you know it's like the, every time they show up, it's like they're showing up to a job. You know, like yeah. it's fun, but you know they're not they're not trying to be like, hey, I'm going to be this guy. I got a residency in Vegas. You know, it's like, well, there's always going to be a need for like somebody to get on a stage at a state fair and like do a cool magic show or some shit like that. Yeah, with those type of people, let me ask you something. Does it make you feel like an asshole? Because it makes of, me where I'm yeah. like, we do way less work yeah. and get way more like kind of recognition um, with all like the internet stuff. It's so disproportionate with like, especially live, you know, uh, kind of entertainment things. It makes you feel like even the things you gripe about, like everyone has validity to the problems that are in front of them. Yeah. But when you compare like those specific career paths and stuff, I feel like, oh, well, what am I bitching about? You know, yeah. like, yeah, I'm on tour. And a, and a t-shirt, like a whole shipment of t-shirts gets sent to the wrong city. And I should justifiably be like, well, that fucking sucks. But I'm like, I'm on tour. People are showing up to see me, you know? Yeah. Some guy maybe just is filling a slot at a state fair gig, you know, which is like great. But I'm like, I, I you know, people are betting on me right now. Like, that's cool. And I, I should shut up. I think what we're trying to get better at. And I think, honestly, I think I was better at pre-pandemic. And I've talked to you about this, about like post-pandemic kind of like a little brain rewiring stuff. Sometimes I just let a little bit of anxiety just kind of pushed me into like a spiral where I think like everything's going wrong. And then mm-hmm. it's like, you'll kind of come out of it like a, maybe a day later and you're like, I'm fine, dude. What the hell was that all about? You know, yeah. um, I'm trying to get better at it, but it's new. So I'm trying to deal with it. Totally. I, you know what? There's something I wanted to circle back to something that from the Andy Richter podcast uh-huh. again, actually. And it was like so cool. Cause I don't remember if we said this specifically on the podcast or if I expressed this to you privately, but I was just like, I I'm taking a look at like everything that I've been doing. And if I look back at the last three years of my life, like I know you specifically have been there when like, I've been at my most stressed and I'm yeah. just like, I'm too spread thin and shit. And I just like, even still, I am constantly barraged with just like, man, I gotta, you know, I feel the pressure. Like I want to get a bigger project going too. Like I'm not leaving YouTube or podcasting or Twitch shit anytime. I think, yeah, I think we all want to do that. Exactly. I like, I want to do that. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta, man, if I could just get a big thing, you know, then that would be so cool, you know? And then hearing like Andy Richter come over here and talk about like, he, he even said a couple lines that were just something like, you know, yeah, I, I really want to like find like what's something that I can work on. You he know? was saying the same stuff that we've been thinking. And, and I'm was, like, and he's Andy Richter. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy is like a comedy legend. Yeah. dude. What the fuck? And I'm, so then I'm just like, am I going to how much of my own time am I going to waste being stressed and unhappy about shit? Is this never going to leave me? Because if right. that guy is still feeling similar things. What the fuck am I wasting my own time doing? I think with everybody, we we just gotta all stop that little voice of of that like feeling of inadequacy. Like I get I, it does occasionally push you in the right direction, maybe for motivation, but mm-hmm. I think it's always, almost always for me, done more harm than good. Yeah. Like there's this kickoff point I feel like where when I really want to get YouTube stuff going, I've mentioned this before, my friend Charlie who does YouTube was like, just treat it like your job. And that did, I was like kind of desperate and I wanted to do it so bad. But then it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know how many times with stress of like a sponsor or getting a video just right, I have sent myself into full kind of anxiety mode and then completely, for, I, you forget about it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you look back, and it's like how many, how much time have we wasted just stressing about things? You Dude, know, so much time. And I'm sure, wasted. like people who want to do YouTube, who are fans of us, who we've been in that exact position to listen to other people before. I would hear them talk about it, and I go, 
fucking get over it. That's the job I want to do, dude. Yeah. And it's like even even not in like a taking us down way, but it's of the thing of like, I feel like I'd be just fine. I feel like if we got to this point and we still feel this way, it's got to be an in our head thing and not something that like will just go away if you get a big show or yeah. if, if like I get to make a movie, you know? Like, yeah. You know what? You know what I think bugs me the most too? Like from my personal perspective, it's like, when I feel like this, the pressure or the stress or like the, the kind of push to be like, I want to do something big, like I would love to make a movie someday. I'd love to get a series going, right, you same. know, like when, when I think of those things, it's not even derived from a source of like, I feel like I need to put my stamp out there or like I need to prove that I'm good enough. It's that I genuinely feel and this, this might sound kind of cocky. It's like I genuinely feel like I have I. I could absolutely be capable of doing these things mm-hmm. if I really like pushed myself to do it. And it's that feeling and the knowledge in my head of like, I could absolutely do that today. Decided to not do that. Yeah. Which is not, it sucks. That's, that's not healthy at all. And, and, and also I want to say, but, you know, we're not like therapists, so we don't know, but even let me hit you with this. This helped me. I was just thinking about this. I haven't said this out loud to anybody, but like a couple of weeks ago when I was uh, back home and I was like, kind of, you know, throwing myself into a real anxiety thing thinking that way of like, I got to get stuff going. I, I like kind of closed my eyes and I was thinking like, okay, picture like a cool ideal scenario of like, you get to make a movie. It's good. You win an Oscar for it. Right. You go home and immediately that same voice would be like, how do we follow this up? Yeah. That's what if, point. what if I'm a fucking hack after this? What if I'm, a, it's, it's never going to go away, Yeah, which is a little awful, but a little comforting as well too, where it's just like, it it doesn't help, and so it's a good battle, but giving in completely to that I don't think is a good thing. But no, also, I'm totally. not a therapist. I'm just a fucking YouTuber. Don't take my advice. That's very true. No, and, and it's it sucks having the frustration of being able to kind of like lay all the cards of like, all right, well, I feel this, and I think I feel this because of this, out on the table and be like, all right, I'm aware of all those things. I still don't feel good. It doesn't, <laughs> you know I mean? That's like, the thing is you can give yourself the logic, but but you'll still feel that thing in your chest. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think for me, it's just time usually where yeah. I'll just try and, but anyways, I, I think, uh, I think it's good to talk about this stuff. Cause I was really always appreciative when, when people we were fans of would open up before we did YouTube yeah. things or anybody in entertainment. Totally. Um, but yeah, no, re- hearing that from Andy really was like, Oh, okay. That was a huge, Gus will remember that. It's yeah. Kind of <laughs> Legitimately though. Yeah. yeah. Like it was, but Anyway, you know, I was going to ask you this as I'll look up another pregunta here in a second, but uh, I was just thinking about this separately the other day. Um, I think I might have said this before on a podcast. There's another fucking bingo square. But what do you ever have the worry of like, oh, man, you I hope I'm not the friend that people have to work around sometimes. Yeah. Of like, can, that's, you, can you imagine being that guy in a friend group, though, of like, oh, everyone is just like, oh, this fucking guy. The thing is, too, is like, I can't think of a certain person for my friend group that's like that. Yeah. So it's like, you They're know, you're filling in like a TV show kind of type, you know, and if your friends have that guy, it's kind of a shitty friend group. You yeah. Know? I think of other people's extended friend stuff yeah. where I'm just like, oh, maybe one of my college buddies always gripes about this guy I've never even met. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh, man. That sounds like that person is universally just like, oh, this fucking guy. Like, how how would it it would suck to be that guy? Because yeah. you don't know you're that guy. You know what? Actually, that just reminded me of of the anxiety uh, anxiety stuff, which I thought was funny. And for for uh, if anybody had r- written something similar, it's probably not you, and it's totally cool. Like, I don't mind. But uh, I mentioned with the UFO video, I had like. People don't know. I had so much stress with sponsor stuff dropping out and everything. Oh, one thing I, t- I tweeted about, um, it was not in a sponsor contract that I had. And don't assume the company because it's probably not the one you're thinking of. But uh, they, I had done the ad and they wanted me to shave my face. Like, <laughs> I believe including the mustache. And I was like, no, I don't do that. I don't do that for a sponsor. Especially for the same rate that I'm getting paid to just read out you know, something yeah. for Raycon. Um, and it wasn't in our contract. And they were like, no, you have to. And we were like, what if we get B-roll of somebody shaving? They're yeah. like, no, shave your face. That's so fucking And stupid. so I was like, fuck this. We're done. And so I tried to get a sponsor, and it, we, I was going back home at the table. I got really anxious, basically. Yeah. And I was kind of freaking out. And then I'm looking at the comments, and there's only, like I mentioned last episode, like a couple of UFO skeptics. And I click on a comment that is like, hey, Eddie, like, I have anxiety. I just wanted to, and I'm, I'm like, oh, good. Like, some, I'm kind of going through a panic. Like, thank God. Like, somebody's saying something. And I had to expand it. They go like, I just want to let you know. And I expand. And they were like, 
you should not have made this video. It sent my anxiety because the UFO stuff like kind of scared them. And it yeah. was like two paragraphs on how I just shouldn't have posted. And I was just like, you're doing the thing that yeah. you're saying I'm doing to me right now, you know? And oh it just, it, it kind of sent me a little bit. And I was just like, in a way, a couple minutes later, I was like, this is pretty funny and also not their fault because I did something to do something worse for them. But it was like in the reverse, the thing they were typing about was currently doing it to me. You oh, know? that is so, that's what a circle. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Anyways, I really do enjoy our job though. Whenever we yeah. talk about this stuff, it's just like a kind of micro bit. Yeah. And if anything, like the, my central theme for everything I was talking about was not even griping about the stuff in front of me, but just feeling the pressures to be like, oh man, I feel this drive and it ultimately results in like, man, I feel like I could be doing more. And that's silly because I'm doing so much and I'm happy with it. It's like everyone's got that. If somebody's directing a movie or TV show that's pretty good right now, they want to be doing maybe Oscar stuff. They maybe yeah. want to be doing the big blockbuster yeah. stuff. It's, you know, it's always, I, I try and, and it doesn't always work, but I try and remind myself like, hey, as long as I'm doing entertainment stuff and there are people who want to watch. I am fucking doing my dream job. Totally. You know? Totally. Um, but it's hard to shut that fucking voice up. So I'm going to beat the shit about it. Let's call it a voice. A voice? <laughs> Let's just make, make it, knock it down a peg by calling it your the <laughs> inner voice. Hey, did you see who got voted off the voice last night? <laughs> <laughs> they voted off Adam Levine? Yeah. I thought he was one. <laughs> He's like crying. He's like, guys, we've been doing this eight years. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're bringing CeeLo back. <laughs> You remember when Adam Levine was like trying to be sexy at the halftime show? Yeah, and it's like off. I don't think you should I don't I don't think most people should try and be sexy at the halftime show because everyone's watching, including like a bunch of children. And I don't yeah. think that was his goal. Um, but his goal did work of making every like uh, every uh, suburban mom lose her mind. That's Something true. about Adam Levine. I think because he's safe, but he has tattoos like he's a bad boy. But yeah. he's absolutely not a bad boy. He's the lead singer of Maroon 5. Because they say it's like he has tattoos and that's dangerous and a little bit of sexy and I'm scared, but I do be hearing his voice on the radio every time I am in my uh, Chrysler minivan <laughs> dropping the kids off. There so you go. That's safe. It's always ringing up there. That's just up there. Also, you know how I, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, was talking about how I like hated uh, Justin Timberlake's last album or whatever. Yeah. I was even thinking, it's just like somebody tweeted me and was like, that's my favorite album. And I was like, yeah, I don't even really feel that. I just thought it sounded funny. Yeah. <laughs> like so, Sometimes like I do a little bit, but like I don't really, I'm not not like despising the guy it's just funny to go off about something so fucking true. stupid what do you say uh maybe we open a little piece of mail i still wonder what the neighbors think that is they probably just think we're climaxing simultaneously every single time yeah all right this piece of mail again guys we're out, we're pretty good on mail uh if you if you're on the fence about sending something i'd say hold off we got a good stash right now Mine's uh, from Cova B. In, ooh. Cova B in Tennessee. That's, oh, I like that. Wait, is that, do you think that's too much information? Because no, it's, it's a, a, a first name that's a little. That's true. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, what do you got from Cova oh, B? Oh, hold up. I got a note too. Holy shit. We, okay, okay. This, so we've got Jurassic Park, The Lost oh, World. Oh, cool, dude. But there's definitely something with the note. We also got a little dinosaur toy. Careful, those will reproduce. Put that right here. Why don't we have a little a little decoration? I guess because we move it around. That's right. That's true. Um, okay. So it, there's a, a bunch of bookmarks in this. And it says, start here in the middle of the book. So I got to read what this is. Oh, this is The Lost World. Yeah. Um, hello, Grub and Edgy. Greetings from... Wait, there's something on the back. This is a hollow cover. Okay. Here we go. Greetings from Georgia. Hold on. What? I'm confused. That's not the shipping for it. All right. I believe you. Uh, um, I'm a Savannah College of Art and Design student, and my favorite thing to do before the pandemic was to walk around the city of Savannah while binge listening to the Gus Nettie podcast. Audio listeners, sorry. We'll kill you. Uh, Y'all have joined me on, so, on many adventures, so thank you. Eddie, what's up? So here's the dealio. You and Gus, uh, like me, are Jurassic Park connoisseurs. Yes, we are. Yep. Um, but I am not certain if you have read the, uh, uh, how do you say, is it Crichton? Yeah, Crichton. That's what I thought. I just didn't want to sound dumb. Michael Crichton books, uh, the movies were adapted from. I actually did read the first book in seventh grade, and it was way too high of a reading level for me, and I'm, I didn't get a lot of it, but I tried. 
Um, it, I didn't read The Lost World, though. Uh, it doesn't compare at all to the first novel, nor is the second movie adaption anywhere close uh, to it in plot, but there is one thing that makes the second book so notable. The character of Eddie Carr. In the movie, in the movie this is what this dumb fuck looks like. It's just yeah. a photo of the guy. I have not seen Lost World in years. Also, I don't remember. Fucking dare you, Eddie is. You got. If you see the movie, don't you say that. Don't you say that. <laughs> Eddie's a bro. But these are all lies, many lies. By the time you read this, you will probably, hopefully, still be 24. I am. As you can see from the first pink tab in the book copy, I have included you uh, have an uncanny physical resemb- resemblance to that dumb fuck Eddie Carr. Not from the one from the movie. I don't look like that guy. No, not like that Is it guy. the one in the book? That's why, as, as you were reading, I was thumbing through, I was like, I see what they're doing. And they have gone through and, and tab marked and highlighted just stuff to string together a little Eddie side story. With okay, just, let's hear it. Read the first description of okay, Eddie. Okay, so the, we're saying the book one has some resemblance to me. Yes. Not a phys- Wait. Uncanny physical resemblance to that dumb fuck. F- she just called this guy dumb. I don't that, look anything like this that guy. That guy's the dumb fuck, but she's saying you look like that guy, how oh, it's described. Is there a, okay, okay. Just read the highlighted got it, got start it. here thing. Okay. Eddie Carr was 24 years old. Okay. Um, raised in Daly City. Uh, is Daly City their, their correction Chicago. for Chicago, yeah. actually? Yeah, it's like, we go here on the Daily. Or like, because Mayor Daly. But, oh, that also I didn't think. Uh, physically, he was dark-haired, compact, and strong. Strong's definitely sounded like me. That were starting to sound like me. Yeah. His body was thick. Okay. (laughs) The muscles bunched, but his hands were elegant. The fingers long and tapered. Eddie has a talent. And well, it stopped doing it there. Um, Thorne would have said a genius for mechanical things. Eddie has a talent. Pick it up on just the next tab. Eddie has a talent. Has a talent. And it just says, wait, I see Pizza Hut. Wait. (laughs) Go to the next one. Forget the Pizza Hut. Is there a mention of wait? Why does it say pizza? Do we never say? And Eddie never brought it up. But okay, so I'm I'm confused. Oh, it's underlined. Sorry, it's underlined yeah. down here. Not if I can help it, Eddie said. Me, I always like a Pizza Hut nearby. You know what I mean. I love Pizza Hut stuff crust. I don't have it often because it makes me want to fucking jump off a building. Yeah, that's true. But um, okay, then we got one that says salamander convention and the line from eddie is what is this a salamander convention you would say that i say that shit all the time okay let's keep going what do we got here um okay uh this one says eddie don't throw rocks uh uh, i don't know what he's referring to but he says they look like chickens i believe he's referring to uh dinosaurs yeah uh well let's give them a reason eddie said he picked up a rock oh i'm throwing a rock at uh at dinosaurs i think sounds like they said uh don't do that and eddie had already thrown the rock it landed near a cluster of wait what the fuck is compies oh yeah the compies are the little yippy things Ah. remember lost world at the beginning the little girl on the beach no, actually. I just need to rewatch Lost World. It's pretty good. Uh, and the lizards ducked away, but the, so I'm throwing rocks at dinosaurs. We That's got, you. We gotta, I'm not going to do the whole thing, but let's finish this first little bit. You, you know? bet. Okay. Um, okay, I think that uh, we're losing resemblance, and he's just being a dumb character now. <laughs> I actually will look through the rest of these. This is very interesting. That Especially is a good bit. the first couple ones. It really does sound a bit like me. Yeah. Can I say, and I've mentioned this before, and it's, this isn't going to help. Yeah. And I don't know if you have the same thing. Every mention, especially on TikTok or Twitter, I'm so plagued with always hearing about who I look like. Yeah, I get that a lot. And it's just like, can we give it a rest, please? Not this one. This one's great because it's not who I look like. I just sound like me in that book. Yeah. But someone, it'll be the fucking subreddit and it'll be like, didn't know Eddie was in this. Mm -hmm. Didn't know Eddie was in that. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) I like it. It's so silly. Cause it, like it doesn't bug me as much, but it, it's dumb because ninety percent of the time it's just like, well, that's just a man with a mustache. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. But but I would say of the times that people say like this is Gus, probably a solid thirty to forty percent of the time it's like an old school cool photo of like somebody with like a big pull tab beard. Like it's in the seventies uh-huh. and eighties, you know, of like this is my dad, and someone's like, yeah, that's just Gus, and he dresses like me and does look like. There me. you go. That's fun. That's Those fun. are fun. I like that one, but. Um, I, I need to see more. I, I think for mine, it's it's that the big identifiable things are the glasses and the mustache and the yeah. dark hair. And that, especially in the last couple of years, I'll say not only you were very early to the mustache trend. True. I followed along a bit later, but we're still early and mustaches are really coming in now. They're coming in. And I want to say we were ahead of the curve. We're trendsetters. It's because of us. We were ahead of the curve. We're trendsetters. It's because people saw our mustaches and thought maybe I can do it. 
I think so, and too. And people, I don't know about you, people will ask, how did you grow your mustache? We got no tips. It just happens. And if it's... Yep. I, I don't remember, or I think you remember before. I didn't think I could grow a mustache. I didn't think I could either. Yeah, and then I grew out a beard, and I was like, wait a minute, the mustache actually looks, and the beard was not good, but the mustache looked fine. I can't do a beard at all. Uh, dude, it's it's, it's too me. heavy for me on the bottom. The thing is, I have it on the sides, but especially the podcast camera really takes away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the, what was I going to say with that? Yeah, people will ask for tips, and it's like, hey, man, there was no tip. I just, one thing I'll say is if you can grow a mustache like these bad boys, Look up how to trim them before you leave it on your face for a while. I was doing a weird thing where I was like brushing it to the side for a while. Trimming it changed everything. Yeah. I feel like it was way better. Trim it back. You can be sipping on that shit. You know, you don't want to be drinking your stash. That's yeah. no fun. Yep. Keep it tight. Also, great, uh, great uh, mail from Kova. That's a good piece of mail. What are we looking at here? This is a PC CD-ROM for the Battle of Middle Earth. Dude, I always wanted to play this game when I was a kid. Ooh, you should boot it up and play it on stream. I actually might. This is like the Age of Empires kind of... Uh, thing where it's like Lord of the Rings shit, but it's kind of like Age of Empires. Is it wrapped or? Oh no, it's okay. Open that bad boy up. Open this shit up. Oh, it's got the guide and stuff in it. Let's see, this see. is what I miss. Opening up a video game. Hear that? That's a guide right there. It's a fucking Magic Treehouse book, practically of content. I kind of want to buy the next Rockstar game physically again because I want one of those maps. I like games that come with the maps. I'll I keep like buying discs yeah. if they come with the maps. That's. I will do the same thing. Look at this keyboard commands. Oh. Oh. How many fucking discs are... Holy shit! Disc one? Disc Wait, are they stacked on top of each other? Yeah. Disc two? What the fuck? Disc three? Disc three? There's not a disc four. Oh disc my god, four? there's disc four? No, we can't see a disc five. Disc, disc five! five! No. 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 Ah! Disc, disc six! That's it. There's six discs. What the fuck? Get your shit together. I I'm, thought Warzone was bad. I'm glad there was. <laughs> I'm glad there wasn't a disc seven because I was getting worried about the neighbors thinking something yeah. was real bad. <laughs> We're just. Oh! Oh, what the fuck is with these discs? Though? So again, for people who are not following along, or audio listeners, uh, there was uh, six discs to the, the uh, one container. I, it looked pretty thick. I thought there was going to be at least two discs. There's fucking. I have never seen that before. So. They just got to be different levels, right? Individual or something? I don't know. Different battles, maybe? I have no idea. I don't know why. I've never seen a PC game like this. The most I've ever seen is like three discs for something. And what's crazy is they should call it Board of the Bings. <laughs> so I feel like I'm, I'm losing gonna, the other I'm going to take that away from you. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Battle for Birth is... <laughs> I'm giving it up. That was the last one. <laughs> sucks because Battle already has the beast. <laughs> Yeah, with the it's, <laughs> it's been three episodes of the bees. I'm retiring the bees. I am now Eddie Urbach. No, Urak. <laughs> oh yeah, I left a bee in there. I don't know if there's a note in here. There's a bunch of crumpled paper. Oh, there is a note. I wonder if they addressed the six the six fucking things. Yeah, we gotta hear about the discs. That one's for you. Oh. It's for a me. One here. Oh, something fell out. Here's an here's one for you individually. This is a this one has a drawing of you and me rubbing a bunch of big penises together. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> Wait, I'll take a picture to send to Tony. Oh, this, this is a pretty good one. Uh, Tony, if you're editing and I haven't sent it to you, just text me and be like... The, the penises are, are bigger than our bodies. So, Oh, my God. Well, to, to scale. We always talked about how since you like Lord of the Rings and, and Age of Empires, uh, and this is from our boys Chris and Jimmy. Thank you, Chris and Jimmy. Thank you, Chris and Jimmy. You'd like one of our favorite childhood games, Battle for Middle-Earth 2. Then you mentioned on the podcast that you want to play it, so we had to send it. I'm pretty sure it needs to be on Windows 7 to work. Sorry, we couldn't send our childhood computer to you. You'll have to figure that out on Can I say... They're such fans of the podcast that it's their favorite childhood game, and they sent it here. Take care of those six discs, man. I'm oh gonna man, have, they're gonna be my sex tuplets. I'm gonna be <laughs> taking. I'm gonna have a stroller for each of them. Also, regarding the big peen picture, they said, "P.S. Is this accurate?" I yes. always assumed it was. Yeah. Yes, that is accurate. Yeah, that's fair. Um, including the rest of the photo, the rest of our bodies in that photo. That's our, our legs are attached to the sides of our testicles. Yes, and our clearly. we got the stringy little arms and the stick torso. That's true. I, they gave me a ball cap, which is nice. Ooh. Um, anyway, that's it for mail. Thanks, Chris and Jimmy. Thank you. That was a good one. You know, I was thinking, rewatch Lost World. Rewatch uh, Lost World. It is. It is so weird, and it because it's like, I think it gets more shit than it deserves. But then you watch it, and you're like, I get it, because it's like that's the one with the gymnastics kick. Yeah, and that's one of the like. For people who don't know, there's a. 
What what what's the um, actual thing in gymnastics for the that specific bar? Plie. I don't know. That's the only term I know, and I don't even think the, it's right. The uh, I don't even know what the character is, but one of the characters uh, does a gymnast swing and kicks a velociraptor. Is it out a window? Yeah, it's like in a <laughs> shed. Because it's like the, it's the hokiest shit ever. And it's so dumb because it's like in the first movie. You know, not that I think Ian Malcolm, you know, Jeff Goldblum is a leading man. Like uh-huh. he could lead the second one, but in the first movie, he's just going, mm-hmm. I just want to fuck you. Like the whole time, he's just yeah. like fuck boy, you know? Yeah. And then the second one, he's suddenly like, I am the voice of reason and I have a daughter and she's in gymnastics and I'm good and everyone wants to go to this dinosaur island. I'm going to step in. So it's immediately 180. Like, different guy. What the fuck? It's a completely different person. Yeah. So, and it's just like, it sucks because there's like, Cool fucking sequences, and then absolute jump in the shark dumb shit, all in the same movie, and it sucks. You know what I gotta know, too? What? I think we've all seen clips of Jeff Goldblum out in the wild. Yeah. And interviewing. Is he really... Is he... It, does he have sex with some of these people? He has to have sex with some of Because it seems like a lot of the people are like so overjoyed that he's flirting with them, and I feel like he's just got this, like... He's gotta be... If he doesn't have sex with... All those people he's flirting with, not all of them, yeah, but some of them, I think that would make me like him more. I almost hope he's not just like flirting with everybody and and actually that's I mean fine, whatever too, yeah. but I'm just saying like it something's more interesting to me about somebody who has the energy of like we kind of want to fuck each other here. All right, bye. You know, Jeff is somebody that I was I was just waiting, and I know nothing about the man, but I was just waiting like when you know a lot of bad shit was coming. Yep. I was like. This guy's gotta be. I'm still holding out a little bit, but he seems like... I got a lot of thoughts. Uno, I have a lot of thoughts, too. That's all we'll say. I'm just looking at my Casio watch. I though. would just say, and I think everyone would agree, you see him interact with people, and you're like, something, some kind of whirlwind is going on, you know? Yeah, there's gotta be something here. Um, my cord's tangled. Shit. Anyway, watch The Lost World. You want to hit another Pregunta? Yes. Okay. I'll um, ask it. Oh, I, ask I had, yours. Yeah. You got to go. I had one of them uh, as well. One sec. I... I'm fucking waiting. I'm panicking. <laughs> so, okay. This one's important for us. For yep. people that don't know, we made uh, the very, very popular uh, sketch comedy video, The Potato Chip Boys. Yep. Uh, which has to do with um, uh, policemen who make sure that they, you have a neutral chip at a party. Want to make another one? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Let's do, let's do that. Okay. Um, I'm very happy that you said that. Yeah, we're gonna do it. <laughs> um, did we? I think we did talk about that before, right? I can't remember. I don't know. So we'll do I it. was just like, oh, cool. Yeah, all right. Potato Chip Boys too. Coming, coming to uh, the Theaters. big screen. <laughs> yeah. uh, disagreement. I've asked a few times, but it was never answered. Don't have to start with that. I'm just kidding. Uh, it was Eve was taken. Is the is the at for the past year or so? Me and my best friend can't settle on what the definition of a neutral chip is. And as the PTB Potato Chip Boys, I think you uh, guys can answer it best. I think it's a common chip, such as, but not limited to. So they're they're right on the first one and immediately wrong on the second one. Okay. Lay's Originals. Yes. Barbecue chips. What are you thinking? No. Doritos. No. no. Maybe something like Cheetos. Absolutely no. not. But my friend thinks it's only plain chips. Yeah, correct. Correct. Like Lay's Original, Ruffles, Plain. Yeah. What yeah. else would be a neutral... I mean, chip. I'm thinking, yeah, straight, unseasoned, any variety of potato chips, especially more name brandy like Lay's is a good example. Yeah. A, a plain Pringles is a neutral chip, you know? Tostitos is a neutral chip. Tosti- any tortilla that has no hint of lime or shit on it. I would say pretzels are a neutral chip. I would agree to that, too. But if, not flavored. If anything's flavored, yeah. rather than there, if, if the original flavor of the thing, so like, I guess, original flavored Doritos, which are really just, you know, like Tostitos with powder. Yeah. That doesn't count because it's the flavor of... It's still nacho got powder, cheese. like nacho cheese flavoring on it. I guess, yeah, there's no, like, original Doritos. Well, they yeah. do sell just, like, uh, uh, to, um, like tortilla chips. Totally. I almost exactly. said Tostitos chips, but that's not correct. Those are good, though. Um, yeah, it's if anything is a neutral flavor that you could consider dipping something for it, that is probably a neutral chip. But now don't counter with that knowledge and be like, well, I dip my barbecue lays in beans when I have a cookout. That's no, a no, combination no. of flavors. It's already gone in a direction. Right, exactly. No directions. I Like, the thing is, you could... Here's the way I think of it. You could take a neutral chip and dip it into something that wouldn't go with the chip, mm-hmm. and the the chip being involved wouldn't gross you out. Yeah. So let's say you're, like, dipping a, a Lay's chip into chocolate. Yep. That's not going to make me throw up. 
if you make that Lay's a sour cream and onion, now we've got a problem. Yeah, that sounds gross. Even barbecue is like, ugh. Yeah, so we so if it's flavored, it is not a neutral chip. Exactly. I'm curious to know what that person thought neutral chips weren't then. if I guess maybe they're thinking neutral chip for every brand. And but, that Because that's just the thing, too. Like, like, the Cheetos make sense. If that's their mindset, I don't understand the barbecue the one. The barbecue chips throws me off. Yeah, but the Cheetos make sense and the Dorito makes sense because in that person's mind, you know, that's like... It's hey, the that's, neutral for the brand. It's the base of it, yes. Yeah. But then, like, I would liken it to, like, if I said, like, a completely neutral, like, beverage kind of thing that's not going any direction, well, water is kind of it. But if you said, well, no, Pepsi, I'd be like, well, no, 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 that's its own thing. You're like, well, it's not... Diet Pepsi, it's not cherry Pepsi. Yeah, but that's Pepsi. That's yeah. the equivalent. Here, I think, yeah, weirdly enough, for neutral drinks for a party, Yeah, I would consider water and Pepsi both neutral drinks. Oh, yeah. Well, I was likening it to specifically the flavor. But yeah. when it comes to a party thing, if, get those staples. Yeah, you can't say it's... you can't. So in the party element, a Pepsi, a Coke, a water is a neutral drink. Yeah. But in the if you're just standard pickings, it's not a neutral drink. Just water and I guess maybe sparkling water. Yeah, we get guy. it. Look at him. I th- look look at me. Look at him. Were you not looking at your screen? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for telling yeah, them. So sorry, if you're in an audio listener, look at me. Look at him. <laughs> Close your eyes and look at me. I'm in your head. <laughs> um, oh, oh, no. oh, there's another uh, disagreement I had right here. Oh, hit me with it. So, all right, where? Okay, so they said disagreement. This is from uh, Crooks Brooks. Uh, also, the that's the at. It is Floppy Billy, and I thought that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> disagreement. Our bathroom doesn't have a toilet paper holder, so we put it on the counter. Uh, uh, GF says I need to put the TP in a specific spot. Princey's top pick. So let's swipe, and I'll show you top pick okay. for everyone seeing. And the girlfriend says that it needs to go there? Yes. Okay. And... Uh, I swiped away. I swiped away. Okay. And, uh, all right. But I put it wherever. And then they said parentheses, bot pick, bottom pick. Okay. Um, and she will get very heated if I do. It won't get wet from the sink and it is not in the way. Am I, cra- or I'm crazy? Uh, question mark. Hmm. And the bottom pick is this. The bottom pick makes it look like it's closer to the sink, which is worrying. It, so this is a confusing one because either way, this disagreement, I would argue, is really dumb semantics. <laughs> yeah, it's really small. Because <laughs> they're so close together, but it looks like they need to split the diff. Split the diff is Because look, so you can see in the bottom right, the toilet tank, this one's too far back. Yep. The other one is too far forward. Yes. You guys got to split the diff. Split the diffy guy. Get one of those on the stand. Even, you know those little standing things where you could slide them down right by the toilet? Yeah, like the paper towel ones? Yeah. Where there's even there's even ones, I like the ones that, that have, like, you can, like, load, like, five of those little babies in the chamber, and then when it's time for a new roll, you can just pick it up almost like you're playing the, you know, like the don't touch the sides run right around here, the court yeah. thing. You just go, Bleep! and then it's already on the roller. There you go. Get one of those. I would say, in my adult life, I really gave up on the toilet paper holder. Yeah. There is, and I, I think you remember from my bathroom over there, there is a shelf for a window at seated on the toilet level yep. right above the toilet paper holder, and I can just place it there and unwrap it. Do it. I, I don't know. I get it for people who are like, you got to put it on the roll. I would argue most rolls you buy this day, these days start too big for the toilet paper holder. Yeah. And I'm not going to roll it down and then switch it up and go, oh, finally, I can test the size. It's a waste. Because I get the uh, whatever the biggest pack I can because I'm a bulk buyer. Yeah. Not for the deal, but for the effort. You get it. I, t- my mom does something that's insane. Oh, no. And I normally wouldn't air out this dirty laundry, but my mom's not going to care. That's okay. My mom has storage space in her house in the basement. My mom also buys two paper towel rolls at a time and stocks them under the sink and if i say get a bulk one she says we don't have room and so i got a bulk one once and um according to tony she liked it and then didn't continue doing it oh no and so this will make it it'll probably make its way to my mom somehow mom i should have told you not on the podcast buy more paper towel rolls put them in the put them in the back room there you go we don't have to be buying them all the time. We don't have to always be running out of paper towel rolls. No. You just buy more. Hey, can I even it out a little bit? Yeah. 
I'm going to throw out something that my mom does. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, can we make it a mom hate thing? We'll make it a mom thing, all right? Love you, moms. It's Father's Day. Eh. <laughs> uh, so my mom, I might have said this before, she just saves condiment packets, which is noble. Right. But she'll I save the same. every condiment packet. You got to limit yourself. You got to limit yourself. And I'll go back and I'll be like, mom, can I ask you something? Can I throw out these barbecue sauce packets? She goes, no, they're still good. I say, mom, can I follow up? Does anybody in this house, including you, ever eat any of the packets that you save? And she'll say, well, no, but we might. I said, well, we haven't yet, and I've been alive for 25 years. You guys don't use the condiment packets? No, because she doesn't save, like, ketchup and shit. It'll be like we go to, you know, like most of the time you're able to mitigate the flow of additional packets coming into your life, you know? Or you're on vacation where it would not make sense to be like, well, I'm going to put these fucking ketchup packets in my suitcase. She doesn't do that shit, you know? Yeah. But it'll be like maybe we're coming home from a volleyball game, you know, and stopping 40 minutes over in the town, like, next door, and we're getting a goddamn – we're getting – barbecue sauce you know yeah. arby's is something we get a lot you know yeah you go up to the cashier and you can you say can i get uh, one thing of fries and 40 barbecue sauces that's what my mom says yes <laughs> and it'll be like it'll you know they'll throw in like a horsey sauce or like just the, spe- the specific barbecue hold on arby's has a horsey sauce literally called horsey sauce what is in the sauce it's horseradish like whipped Okay, keep going. It's a horsey sauce. <laughs> Just a, more reason for me to not go to Arby's. I hate that everybody hates Arby's. Listen, it's like they advertise a roast beef sandwich. What am I going to think, man? Oh, my God, dude. I fucking love Arby's, and I'm not just kissing corporate ass. And it's are their fries good? I hear yes. that their fries are good. They're fucking great. Do they have a cheese dip at all? I'm I don't, a sucker for cheese fries. They do have cheese slather because it goes on their like roast beef and cheddar and shit. And I love Jon Stewart, but he did innumerable amounts of damage to Arby's most reputation. Of, most of my Arby's hate comes from being indoctrinated by <laughs> by Jon Stewart when I was 12. That man. And I love the man, but it just is like, this does not deserve to be the meme of like the shitty food mm-hmm. stuff. Arby's is good. I I fucking like it. It's got good deals. You go between one and five and you get reduced rates on their sliders. Ah, pisses me off. I, uh, interesting fact, John Stewart and I share a birthday. Really? There you go. That's kind of I cool. thought that was real cool because he was like one of my heroes. Growing that up. is really cool. But fuck him for the, the Arby's thing. That was, I remember true. when he was ending his show, it was real fun. Him and Arby's did some jokes together and it was like, peace can happen. Peace can, <laughs> I do like that bit or whatever. You but. can bury the hatchet. Throw it to somebody else, man. Give it to like Little Caesars or some shit. They shouldn't make the slogan, we have the meats, Gus. That's dumb. That is a dumb slogan. Because it, it, I think the main, if you ask anybody, why won't you go to Arby's? They think, ah, the meat seems kind of gross. Yeah. And they were like, how do we get these people in the store? We have the meats. You like the meats. It's like, we know, we know that. You can't, if you're hungry, you can't can't to the customer distill it down to the most basic ingredient like are you hungry meat yep like that doesn't get me going but if you're like flame broiled nice grilled fresh fried yeah i'll go in there and shit to be honest dude i am (laughs) actual meat is fucking me up so bad now yeah it hurts me a lot dude i got one of my favorite things i was a boring eater with some restaurants if i'm going to any type of like american style restaurant i'm just getting a burger I, lo- I loved getting burgers. I will maybe three times out of ten now get a pub burger and be, like, keeled over that night yeah. in pain. What's going on? Especially red meat fucks me yeah, so bad, dude. Yeah, it's just I don't, know, I don't know what happened. I can do steak sometimes, though. Yeah, I Steak's do like fine. doing a steak. That's always good. I had a good steak in Vegas. It was really good. You know what? I had a delicious I, – I, maybe I could count on one hand the amount of times in even two years – that like me or me or you or me and Sabrina go to like a prime fancy restaurant. You yeah, know? we did that in uh, January of 2020, and that was the last time I had been at a true fancy restaurant. I'm going this weekend though. Which there is you nice. go. Oh, that'll be nice. Yep. Yeah, that'll be. What's the theme of it? You know, it's, it's an place. Italian place. That'll be really nice. Yeah, that'll be yeah. Great. But yeah, we had one of those like kind of signpost again. I'm using that word a lot this episode. Like big meals when when Sabrina and I went to Vegas, we went to a nice big steak restaurant. You mm-hmm. know, and. Uh, and it's fun every once in a while to, to do something like that. And what I hate about fancy restaurants is that a lot of the times they have to have a specific variety of even the most basic shit. Like the last time I went to Vegas like two years ago, I went to a super expensive place and I was already like, I, I hate spending money on shit, you know? Uh-huh. And like even though I do that like once a year, go to a place like that, I'm like, ah, fuck. It was so and, – and it was just like – do you want the quail? It's like marinated in watermelon and it's got like orange slices on it. I'm like, just fucking cook a thing up for me or something, you know? But I went this last time and I had I had a prawns. I had like shrimp. 
and it was bacon wrapped, and there was thin, thin slice. I think it's called julienne slice uh-huh. avocado on it. Ooh, and there was apricot brown mustard to dip it in. Okay. Which sounds disgusting, but it was so fucking good, dude. That's what I found with... Well, I'll say, I think both of us in growing up a little bit, we're very... I think we were very wrong about, like, nice food. Yeah. I think we had this kind of resentment for people who could, like, eat at fancy restaurants all the time, and it was like, you're fucking wasting your money. It's food. I could just get spend something like two bucks on something and eat it. Yeah. And then... Um, especially in dating Chrissy because she's really good at cooking and has this like appreciation for food. You have some nicer food and you go, oh, this is like a piece of art. And they'll yeah. be like, yeah, we combined these things that sounds like it's going to be bad. And then you have that ratatouille moment where yeah. all the flavors are exploding. And I'm like, I'm, I was an asshole. Was I was just, just a bitter asshole the whole time. That was just it. And I still do have, from a monetary standpoint, I still do feel they're like, yeah, give me anything it'll do. Like I'm, yeah. I'm regularly multiple times a week. I'm like, well, I'm just going to put in a brick of marijuana. Oh, yeah. We didn't change regularly getting no, the yeah, cheap exactly. stuff. But, but it's the appreciation is what you're yeah, saying. I, yeah. I'm there too. I, I like it. I found, if you asked me when, even around <laughs> when we started the podcast, I was so confident in like every opinion I had on anything. Yeah. And the last couple of years of like growing more and getting more into my 20s, I'm like, what an idiot fucking kid. I wish I could go to my 17-year-old self and be like, you fucking moron. Yeah. You don't know anything. Like, shut up. <laughs> you know, it's one, it's one thing I just remembered. I can't remember if we said this when Sven was on. It's the steak restaurant thing. With uh-huh. the, uh, <laughs> oh, the story for it? I should just retell it for yeah. people. So, um, I don't. I bet we did, but still, for people who hadn't heard it, so we went to. Even at the time, it was not normal for us to go to like a fancy restaurant, mm-hmm. and we went uh, to. Uh, with our friends to this thing called Steak Night. You guys might recognize Ethan Nestor was there too. Ethan was one of the founders of Steak Night. So they invited us along and um, I I actually really love steak. So I was like, you know what? Like I'm not gonna, I'm gonna try and brush away that fancy restaurant thing, which is now gone from my brain. Mm. And I was like, I'm gonna try and enjoy it. And so Ethan, the whole night, or like leading up to it, was like, we got to get the mac and cheese. The mac and cheese there is so good. We'll get appetizers for everyone, but everyone needs to try the mac and cheese. I love their mac and cheese. It's my favorite mac and cheese. I'm not exaggerating in how many times he said it. Yeah, it was it was very well established of like, Ethan fucks with the mac and cheese. Yeah, so we sit down, we start the night. The I, I still don't know. I kind of panic when there's a fancy uh, server. Is it server, waiter? What, what do you? I never know. Server. I don't know. Whichever one is uh, the nice one to say, then yeah. <laughs> assume that. It, the especially fancy ones that are really like asking you questions. I pan- I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to act. But the guy was very nice and helpful. Ethan's like, guys, I'm so excited for this mac and cheese. He orders it. He's like, for real, get ready. <laughs> and we, I was really thinking, I was like, Ethan, this better be really good mac yeah. and cheese. So it gets there, <laughs> and we start eating, and it's good. Ma- it's yeah. really good mac and cheese. But nobody says anything yet, and Sven's chewing, and he just goes, yeah, you know, this tastes like, this tastes like, you know, your breath on a summer's day. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we definitely did tell this before, but he was just like, or Ethan was like, huh? (laughs) And he's just like, you know, like, your summer breath, and you and I just fucking lose it. And I'm just like, Sven, he hyped us up so much, and then you're just like, tastes like my breath. (laughs) So funny to me, dude. It's funny, because he wasn't even doing it in response to, like, hey, so Ethan, I actually conversely feel, it was just like, Sven, you missed every road sign of, like, (laughs) don't, even if this tastes like bile, you gotta say nothing or something nice about it. And it was good, but I was prepped in my head to pretend, just in case. Yeah, and so I was like, hmm. Kind of like stank breath. You know, kind of <laughs> that, that was kind of the attitude huh, for it. Yeah. Oh, man, I love Sven. I was going to say I miss Sven, but we get to see him all the time, so yeah. that's great. You want to go, go see him now? Oh, yeah, let's go. Okay. <laughs> 